0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: In the internet wrestling community, ignorant opinions are considered especially heinous. On wrestling Twitter, the dedicated detectives do not waste their time with investigating that hot garbage. Rob and Maggie are members of an elite squad known as Coexisting. These are their stories. (laughs) Dun-dun. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Coexisting. I do all these openings to just pop Maggie. That's all it is, just to pop Maggie. Welcome to Coexisting on Fightful Overbooked we got a our, this is our first live show maggie they're giving us the power to do one live show they're going to test it out let us see how we're doing i don't know if they're making a big mistake but, but we're going to we're going to go with it but we have an exciting show for you planned lots to talk about this past week's dynamite was dynamite as you would say big debut of uh keith lee you had switch switchblade Jay white showing up and we got to see the setup of Adam Page versus Adam Cole coming up pretty soon. But, man, how you been? How you been doing?
2: Uh, I'm doing pretty good and, like, better already. Because, like, as most of you know, I had a cold. I saw where things are go- were going on Monday. Because I know my body and I know what's happening. And uh, I went to the pharmacy and said to, the, said to the lady behind the counter, I need some cold medicine, et cetera, et cetera. And she started giving me some. And then I said to her, uh, I also need some cough medicine. And she asked me, uh, is it a dry cough or? And I was like, I don't know, I, I haven't got it yet. And she was like, well, how do you know you need one? And I was like, what the fuck? Just give me the drugs, lady. Like, what are we doing here? (laughs) I'm better now. Actually, I probably shouldn't have, uh, you know, barked at her because she gave me cough syrup, which tasted like strawberries. And everyone who knows me happens to know for a fact that I'm pretty sure I can kill a man for strawberries. I love strawberries. Rob, my ass tastes like strawberries way more than this syrup.
1: All right. <laughs> I, I got nothing for that one.
2: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> going to have to take your word for it. <laughs>
2: that bitch!
1: Wow. Wow. Uh, was not expecting that. Um, but that's all good. So um, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to everybody who reached out this past week um, after losing my grandfather uh, who passed away. I definitely want to say thank you for everybody that reached out. And uh, that means a lot to me. And uh it's comforting to know that he's in a better place now. But let's have some fun now. Um love you, grandpa, but here we go. Um, we started talking about dynamite. What was your reaction when you saw the man bask in his glory and all, Keith Lee?
2: Rock he looked so happy. He looked <laughs> like do you do you remember when Nero debuted in AEW? Yeah, like that kind of happy.
0: Yeah, would, it was.
2: I would. I. I'm gonna just say it right here. I wasn't expecting that. I told you last week. I was. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing him over at Impact because, as I said, I just want to watch everyone wrestle Josh Alexander, and. Uh, it's absolutely perfectly fine uh like people have people have been incredibly uh supportive of keithley over over the past few months and uh i like paying no attention to twitter twitter trolls right yeah uh yeah uh you cannot possibly Uh, not see just how amazing he is in the ring he's actually one of my uh one of my favorite big guys in the ring
1: yeah i love the guy it was was, i can't wait i can't wait yeah he just seeing him the crowd absolutely absolutely loved him the the his just his face like you could tell like I don't know if he, I doubt he had any nerves going into it, but if he did, they were all gone because in a matter of minutes, he just looked, I think, I think, uh, I can't remember who said it. Um, I, I really can't remember who said it, but somebody basically said AEW did more in a minute and a half or two minutes with him building or putting him over than WWE did the entire time, like excluding in NXT. You know, like in a minute and a half. You know, they put well, yeah.
2: Okay, I I get that, but like he he got a he got a pretty good showing against Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns put him over, really really good. And uh, you remember Brock Lesnar's well, reaction? Yeah, but he I, yeah. It, but what I'm saying,
1: I should like clarify, like since his call up, like
2: yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, since his call up, this is yeah. But like he was he was amazing over at NXT. Uh, I. I will forever love NXT, but as I talked previously on the show, like it hasn't been uh, my cup of tea for uh, for quite some time. But he got uh, some questionable booking at NXT uh, as well. Like he relinquished the North American title and then all of a sudden lost the NXT title. Either way, so why why would you relinquish that title? He like yeah. as I said, he he got questioning booking uh, like either way but i can i can't wait to see what he does in yeah. AEW and uh, as i said on twitter i he's going to fight Miro one day i know it mm-hmm. zero dry panties rob zero. <laughs> zero i can't wait for this
1: okay so we've gone from strawberry so <laughs> strawberry to and no you dry know panties what you were getting into no, I'm fine with it. You know, we don't, we don't kink shame here. We don't, yeah. um, you know, we, we just don't do that here, but, uh, we did get our first super chat ever from Ryan Sullivan. He says, this show is going to be sick. Get it. So
2: yeah, it yeah, good.
1: there we go. But thank you very much, Ryan. We, we really appreciate that. So thank you. Um, well, I was not, ex- I was not expecting our first super chat, but thank you very I much. Would. We do appreciate <laughs> that. Um, switch what i didn't have on my uh my bingo card was switchblade jay white showing up yeah. and uh kind of making us wonder where are they going with this guy he just comes in and he uh Trent beretta gets the worst of it i mean that that looked like it hurt you know <laughs> like throwing him That's right threat, into that right? oh damn um but he uh and then he just kind of said a couple words to Adam Cole and the Young Bucks and walked away and got to wonder where they're going with this because the Young Bucks later on in a promo would say, when you're Bullet Club, you're Bullet Club for life. So um, got to see what they do here. Are they going to have a Bullet Club battle or what is what is going on? Um, I loved it. Tony, Tony Khan, that surprised me. Keith Lee, I think a lot of us expected when they announced – um, that they were gonna have a new signing and stuff. That I I thought it was gonna be Keith Lee, like more and more as time went on. Um, I know some people thought Bray Wyatt, and I wasn't I wasn't thinking his time would be now. Um, for for AEW, but the Keith Lee one was good. Um, and I, I really liked how they brought him in. It was just out of nowhere. I do kind of wonder. Um, maybe how the crowd reaction would have been if they would have brought them out instead of like doing a backstage segment. But that's that's just me trying to find something. You know, it was it was fine. It was good. I liked how they did it. Um, and it, it was a talking point for for the. I mean, the biggest thing is. I mean, would you agree with that? Would you do you? Do you like the way they brought him in? Like, did you like that segment, or would you rather see him come in like in front of the crowd?
2: You mean Jay White, right? Yeah. Well, Tony Khan mentioned it that he he went a little overboard with the Forbidden Door reference, and uh, he he sensed the room, and uh, he saw that people were speculating about stuff, and that's when he got him sunday he he wasn't he they weren't planning on having anyone else except for keith lee like he mentioned that and uh he needed to do something on the spot because he he didn't want to you know uh disappoint the fans after like all that fancy booking everyone did which is probably like when you get a little overboard with speculation like you uh, or, uh, like, if you get to, uh, y- you always, you always get to, to, to have uh, dream scenarios, right? And uh, Switchblade being on the show was definitely not one of them. <coughs> and, uh, like, if, I th- they were, they were, like, taking shots at Bullet Club either way, right? like from 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 quite some time now even before uh, before Kenny became champion uh and uh Tamatonga which uh, is the one who actually makes this stuff even more interesting on twitter like he had all these uh, g- uh gift reactions on twitter every time they mentioned they mention the Bullet club and uh, i think that AEW does nothing uh like coincidentally if you if they mention something they they're going somewhere with it and uh can you having a match over at impact wearing a bully club t-shirt like come on like this is going somewhere like i i have no idea where but things things are going to get picked up and uh i'm sure that uh i'm sure we we uh, we haven't thought of the of the scenario they're going with because like they're they're good at this and uh him him uh being uh, on a backstage segment is probably because they had uh they had like a short time planning it out so this is this is basically okay And maybe, uh, like, I'm sure that uh, AEW fans are familiar with New Japan way more than than WWE fans are familiar with New Japan. I'm sure. And uh, maybe they were, were, uh, like, maybe kind of filling the room a bit. But, like, I'm not expecting him to be back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Uh, Maybe, like... Baby steps to go there because, like, yeah. it's when, when you uh, consider uh, long storytelling, like, AEW is the best yeah. at that.
1: So, uh, that was that was great. And then, uh, they we got a fantastic main event between Adam or Hangman Adam Page versus Lance Archer. Those two beat the living crap out of each other. It was a good match. Um, I enjoyed it but the talking point was after the match. You had Adam Cole go down to the ring. He picked up that AEW championship title, held it up, basically making it clear that he would be challenging Hangman probably at Revolution. I mean, let's be honest here, it's going to be a Revolution. And uh yeah, buddy. <laughs> you give me you could have told me a year ago that I'm going to get Adam Page versus Adam Cole. Battle of the Adams. Yeah, well, my panties would have got wet. Lame. it's like strawberries too.
2: <laughs> oh, Rob.
1: Well, I
2: ruined you. I yeah, ruined oh. you.
1: <laughs> no, you, you didn't. You didn't. I was ruined okay. a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> but uh,
2: j- j- just so to uh, to answer uh, Alan, uh, I don't think this is a j- just a one off thing. I I suppose it will happen, but not regularly. Like it. Like maybe. Uh, th- it will happen again, but just not, just don't hope to get, to get it every week.
1: Yeah. And that, uh, that super chat was from Ryan Sullivan and he sent another one that said he owed you for calling you Margaret. So he, that's
2: not my name, Ryan.
1: Well, yeah, that's why he said he owed you because he didn't, he didn't <laughs> want to call you that. So, um, but yeah. And oh, since like, I since I see it here in chat and I forgot about it, but, uh. Tama did resign uh, with New Japan, so good for him. Um,
2: yeah, sure. I got to be
1: honest with you him him not being in New Japan just sounds like it just doesn't sound right. You know yeah, what? Yeah,
2: I mean? it's it's weird. Like but, seeing him uh, and Impact is weird.
1: So yeah, yeah. And thanks, Ace, for putting that in there because I completely spaced it. Um, but yeah, I'm glad he resigned, and we'll have to see. Maybe maybe this does open like the door a little bit. Maybe we'll we'll have to see um see where it goes. Um it's it's interesting. Uh I, I'm very anxious to see what switchblade does because there's some dream matches I have with him against some AEW um some AEW uh individuals. Um but yeah it was it was something else and uh, it was a good show I thought I didn't get to watch it live because I was out of town but um I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was well done. Um, And that's really like all I could say about it. You got Rampage tonight, so that'll be pretty good, I'm assuming. I haven't looked at the spoilers or anything. I try to avoid that stuff. But, um, you know, going back to Keith Lee for a second, AEW made him look like a star. The next guy I'm going to talk about is somebody that WWE dropped the ball with again, and his name's Killer Cross. I think Killer Cross had the look that Vince McMahon likes. He has that. He, rem, I'm not saying they're the same wrestler, but as far as like physique goes, they're pretty pretty close. I mean, Batista is a little bit bigger, Dave Batista, but I saw a lot of Kill, Killer Cross, like in, you know, I see a lot of Killer Cross comparisons to Batista. They have that that build. Um, and I, I thought he looked like a million bucks. Like I, I really did. I thought WWE just like normal, unfortunately, and I'm a WWE guy, but they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball huge with him. And, uh, he's part of the, the narrative now, like with EC3 and, uh, I'm always going to call him Braun. Um, but it's, <laughs> I, I wish him nothing. As a wrestler, I love watching him wrestle. I do. Um, him and Scarlet have they have the it factor when it comes to TV, you know, they, they just do. I mean, Scarlet the camera, the camera obviously likes her, you know. Um Oof. yeah, yeah, giggity. <laughs> 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 that uh, like <laughs> um but yeah, it was just in and, and I really hope he can, I think he's going to do great things. Um, I, I really do. And the fact that he's going to MLW is good. Like he will get some eyes there um, and we'll see what he does next, but he's going to be at super fight um, on February 26th in Charlotte, North Carolina, a big show that MLW's seven, you're going to see Alex Hammerstone versus Davey Richards for the heavyweight championship. You get a couple other matches that are really good. Uh, Matts Kruger uh, versus Jacob Fatu. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat enters MLW. He's not going to be wrestling, but um, that's going to be good to see. I always like I'm a I'm a mark for Ricky the Dragon. So, and then uh, Ricky and Kerry Morton are going to wrestle. So Kerry Morton, Ricky's son, is going to be in the ring. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, it's uh, I'm. I'm, I'm anxious to see what he does. Um, anything's got to be better than that gimmick he had with that helmet. so would you agree with that statement?
2: I told you last week on the show I, I have no idea. like I got some uh, uh, some friends, uh, some dudes that uh, shave their heads. like they have this huge beard and they shave their heads. And uh, I hadn't seen one of my friends in quite some time, and then he came into the bar with like a full grown head of set of hair, and I'm like, "Do you mean to tell me that you weren't bald?" And he and there was like, "No, I just like shaved my head." And I was, like, "Why would you be voluntarily bald? <laughs> like you, <laughs> you you have like this opportunity to be bald like way ahead of your life, like." Enjoy that hair while you still can, like supposedly. And this is this is the thing with uh, with a uh, cross. They actually made him shave his head. I I thought that he was bald. Like why, why would you have that look? And he he looks like a million bucks right uh, right now. I, I talked about it last week on the show. The, the vignette he posted on Twitter was bonkers amazing. I loved it because it reminded me of uh, Wolverine. And I'm a huge sucker uh Hugh Jackman Wolverine. And uh, I can't wait. I'm sure that that first match he had over, I think it was Raw, when Jeff Hardy beat him in a matter of seconds. He actually came out with the NXT championship. And then I tweeted after the match I wouldn't blame you if you don't watch NXT, because after that, I wouldn't either if I didn't already. And because uh, not, and this wasn't me undermining Jeff Hardy, it was the fact that he came on Raw holding the NXT championship and he got dropped out they he didn't even get like much offense i can't even remember that match uh i blanked it out uh and i'm glad i did (laughs) because i really don't need to remember uh wwe uh dropping the ball on on cross uh they had money with him him and scarlet were like the fact that they got over from simple entrance music and uh his first match over NXT, like the fog hadn't even cleared yet and he got a pin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm anxious to see what he, what he does. And we got another super chat um, here from Matt says, hi, Rob and my favorite Bulgarian bartender, Maggie, I'm hoping Kenny returns whenever it's Cole versus hangman. Absolutely. Like, even if it's after the match, just let Kenny. I'm sure.
2: I'm sure. Like if, if we like i'm sure that uh kenny uh have any uh, having in mind uh just how uh, uh banged up he was uh in all the injuries he had i would be shocked if he's good to go uh by the time revolution comes around but uh he he doesn't have he doesn't need to wrestle just be there and like uh adam cole bringing in uh switchblade having in mind the uh, that Kenny doesn't quite like Jay White, yeah, and uh, and it's yeah, it's Young Bucks on a pole match.
1: Young Bucks on a pole match. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was good, and uh, we we'll, we'll have to see there. Um, moving on, we have uh, Mickey James was uh, interviewed by. Denise Salcedo fightful De- Denise Salcedo on her show Instinct Culture. Um, I
2: will fool a forever fangirl, Denise.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's awesome. Um, but anyways, the the story there is um she believes that the show uh or she believes that impact and WWE will um it'll lead to more of the working relationship, she thinks. Um, or at least that's what she hopes. She goes uh she she first talked about the trash bag incident which we all remember and it's one of those things where I'm glad she she got some closure behind it um because that was an awful thing that they did um the the whole trash bag thing that that's awful um nobody should ever have to deal with that kind of crap and um she basically said that that it's not going to be immediate like a working relationship but she thinks there you could see She sees potential. And so I ask, with the current state of WWE, I don't see this happening anytime soon, but I am hopeful more than ever that we get to see something, Um, whether it's like AJ Styles going to like their Hall of Fame event or something just to get somebody's face over there on Impact. I mean, Impact's done a couple of things with them before, um, sharing – Um, like footage and stuff like that for the net for the network, so we'll have to see. Um, but if there's anything that I would want, like with Impact, it's please, 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 please give me an AJ Styles match for Josh Alexander. Um, that's that's what (laughs) I want in life, that would be fantastic. Um, why are you
2: doing this to me, Rob?
1: Well, you know, I. I got to. Yeah. <laughs> but that would that would absolutely just that would just be badass. I mean get the
2: hose.
1: Yeah, I get the hose again. Uh, but yeah, would is that I already named one match I'd want to see, but um what what about you?
2: Hmm, maybe Becky Lynch against Diana Perazzo.
1: Oh see, get the hose there. I'd take yeah, that
2: the, the promos, the promos, Rob. Holy yeah. crap.
1: That'd be good. I mean, there, there's a lot I could like. That's the thing. It's always fun to daydream and book like oh, fantasy sure. book yeah. Um and wow, well, we got another super chat. Um man, weird. This
2: is weird. weird. Yeah, we're <laughs> not, never it, I'm not used
1: to this, so it's it's yeah. awesome. Um, whoops, I hit the wrong one. So this is my first day. Um, I, I missed one before JJ. So you can tell we're not used to getting them because I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. But Jackie Ooh. Rodriguez, thank you very much. She ah. said, I gotta show my girl Maggie some love. Great to hear you talk some wrestling. So thank you, Jackie. Um
2: uh, Jackie's the best. Uh,
1: people love you. They do. It's all of these, all of these like, are mentioning you. They're like, I don't know about that guy, but I'm glad Maggie's here. Oh, and
2: stop undermining I'm just, yourself.
1: No, I'm, I'm not. But I'm just saying you're a big deal and I like it. So I'm, ha- I'm happy that you are here. I just, and I tell you that every week. So, uh, but our guy JJ sent us another or sent us a super, super chat. If we do get more impact versus W or N WWE, Josh Alexander versus AJ styles, Diana versus Shayna. That'd be nice.
2: Oh yes. And,
1: uh, oh yeah. Motor city machine guns versus the Usos. Yep. I'll take that. i there, there's there's well, so many matches like well, make with the first, usos. First
2: of all, we need Alex Shelley back. Yeah, for, for the Motor city machine guns. I oh, miss well. Alex Shelley.
1: I love Alex Shelley. <clears throat> I I absolutely love him. Um, he's he's just awesome. It's I we so do need more to to Alex Shelley. Um, there's really nothing else you could say about it. But yeah, you know, it's I mean, moving on from the impact talkings are talking about impact. Um, I want it to seem like we're burying WWE, but it's just another topic. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, um, was interviewed on Renee Paquette show, um, on speaking, speaking on the sessions. Um, he said a couple of things that really caught my eye. Um, the the biggest thing is he he said he feels for people who get released and everything that happens, it happens way more than it should, which we would agree with. It's awful. Um, he said that he's grateful for the position that he was in and he looks at the landscape and the opportunities were out there. And he said, luckily AEW fell into place and he was able to go from NXT to AEW. He reiterated that, um, he had support from guys like Shawn Michaels um, who just want to see guys like him continue to succeed. Um, and we're constantly hearing that from guys that have left. Adam Cole, uh, Johnny Gargano, um, and now Kyle O'Reilly. Um, talk about how people in NXT were so helpful um, with him. And they're talking about Hunter, too. Like, you know, Hunter, Hunter had a leave towards the end of it, so a lot of these guys didn't get to say goodbye in person. Um, But it it tells me something like in the long run. And this is just me like spitballing here. Depending on what happens with the WWE in the future, I see a lot of these guys coming back because of if if guys like Shawn Michaels and Triple H are still around, I I do see some of these guys coming back eventually. Um, I think I think with what Vince and company have has done over the past since the since the uh, pandemic, they didn't do themselves any favors keeping a lot of these guys or like letting go of so many people. You know, a lot of these guys they they notice and it's even Sean had a report on Fightful Select um, not too long ago about how locker room morale is lower than almost ever in WWE. And that's unacceptable. Um, Right now, I I believe, well, I believe it's unacceptable anytime, but there's, when I see guys leave because of the company and, and I mean, there's a lot of people that drop the ball. Like even Kyle O'Reilly said that normally we would negotiate with you six months before, but we dropped the ball. There's no excuse for a company like WWE to not have one person, not know contracts for each guy, you know, like, or each superstar. There's, that's just ridiculous that there, there should be at least somebody that knows every contract, like, you know, the next one that's up, you know, you know, that's, that's ridiculous. And the fact that they went to him so late and even he didn't know his contract status, which. I mean that was Adam Cole said the same thing. They don't they didn't really know their contract status and um they negotiated and and they did their thing. Like I know Kyle O'Reilly worked a couple of uh dark dark matches at um like SmackDown and stuff like that, but when you when I think Kyle O'Reilly did the right thing. He is a guy that I think would have been lost in the shuffle with WWE, especially with this new NXT. Um and I, I'm i glad that we get to see Red Dragon again, you know, obviously. And he's back with uh, Adam Cole. And it's just one of those kind of things that the locker room in AEW seems a lot better than what it would be in NXT and WWE. But he said something that really also caught my attention was the fact that WWE is signing so many people that are not they don't have a wrestling background. They have more of an athletic background, like sports, like they're bringing in a lot of college athletes. Um, and he goes, he said that a lot of these people, what's going to happen down the road. A lot of them don't have the heart. Like, you don't know if they have the heart for pro wrestling. Like they don't, a lot of these college or people coming in don't know the how. like the house shows and stuff like that. What, what this job is going to entail. Like when, WWE, if they ever do go back to a full road schedule, you know, like what that's going to do to their families. And a lot of these people are young, so maybe they want to start family soon. And I do think that is a problem with not... N- with a lot of people not knowing what they're getting into. I mean, they could be told one thing, but it's actually something else when you're actually doing it. Um, I think in the long run... It'll be interesting to see what happens there because Kyle O'Reilly made a good point. If you're not, if your heart's not in it and you're not dedicated, it could can be a very hard like career for a lot of people, and uh, and I definitely agree with that. And it's one of those things, Nick Con. Um, it, it Nick Khan. I wonder if he gets that because I, none of this stuff happened before Nick Khan got there. So I think a lot of this is. Advice that he's given to Vince, like let's let's go with the let's build our athletes instead of signing all these people. Let's build them, and we'll have to see what happens there. What would you agree with, Kyle O'Reilly? What he's saying there, as far as like having the dedication to maybe stay there long term, like in WWE for that matter.
2: Well, it kind of. This can be said about uh, any profession, uh, yeah. actually. True. If you, yeah, if if you're not dedicated to it, and if you don't have the heart for it, then it's just your. You just go there for you know for the money and for the fame maybe and the stuff. Yeah, sure, Rob. Rob. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you, Ryan. Thank you.
2: And uh, and maybe because if if your heart's not into it and i think it will show uh if you just if you're just there to collect a paycheck and serve <laughs> it's yeah. uh, it will show and uh, uh, it's uh it's the other way around if you're not uh if you know you're not uh appreciated as much as you want to but you have the heart for it uh it says so uh, right here Camilo hayes uh Carmelo hayes is oh my god he 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 got he got me really 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 fast like yeah. for, for, for the from the moment he grabbed a microphone and said what he had to say and he actually wrestled and I was like yeah okay that's money that's money right over there. And if they drop the ball with him, I don't know what we're doing here. And uh, as I mentioned, he's going to get called up and he he's going to get called only Hayes because it's too close to Carmella. And it's... Oh, God. It's uh, like, why? Uh, no. Just stop it. Uh, and uh, the way he, he talked about uh, NXT just shows that he... I think he really misses Triple H. Oh
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Like, uh, and if uh, I, I hope, I hope Shawn Michaels stays there forever. And uh, because people are, you know, say what you want to say about Shawn Michaels, but people actually turn to him for advice. And he, he's oh he, he always looks like the NXT's biggest fan. Which you want to see, you want to see that, like in your uh, uh, boss, manager, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you you always want to see that the the higher ups have faith in you and uh, they love you and they root for you and uh, they actually respect you. Uh, and you get none of that on the main roster if you're not Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns. So, so I can see I can see why. Uh, i can see why he said what he said and also uh when you get like the two people uh the like the souls of nxt at the time uh johnny gargano and kyle o'reilly the way they got uh they got to say goodbye and on the other hand the way dean ambrose went out the door like those are two really really different things And the way things are done on the main roster isn't the way things are done in NXT when Shawn Michaels has word on it, uh, in it. So it's, uh, I think time will show. uh, I'm already giving NXT 2.0 the benefit of the doubt because there are people there who I still adore. And uh, I, as I said, I will never not watch a show that AJ Styles is on. It's it's the same. I will never not watch a show where Tommaso Ciampo is
1: on. Yeah, so it's yeah, and, then, and Ace made a good point too. Core Jade, they do have wrestlers that'll stay. Cora Jade, or oh sure, stay. Cora Jade, I love her. Like they yeah. they do have wrestlers that are going to be there for a while. I'm just talking about. Now, some of them that they're bringing in might not fit that mold for a while, like, um, but yeah, they do have some Andy Hartwell, your LA Knights, your Cameron Grimes, Joe Gacy, or aka Joel Pearl. Um, they have you noticed how how they look just alike? It's just ridiculous. They're the same, they're one, the same. Yeah, has, has anybody ever seen those two like together at the same time? It's It's possible. It's I mean, popular. I yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and um, Joel looks like the kind of person that would hang out with like Harland, so I can, I can see that, you know. That's that supposed to me. Bunch, <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> <laughs> right. bunch of bone saws, as as we would call them around here. That's what we call weirdos, bone saws, because of uh, Randy Savage and Spider Man.
0: Oh crap. But,
1: um. Yeah, I'm Joel. No, really, I'm not, but um, yeah, Corey J- Indy Hartwell. I see A says that, and there's there's a couple of people. Um, I mean, G- they jo fuck Gacy. up,
2: Kaylee Ray. I'm gonna riot. Yeah,
1: Kaylee Ray, um, uh, Raquel Gonzalez. She loves what she's doing. Uh, JC, uh, uh, JC Jane, uh, Dolan. Uh, what's her? Gigi, Gigi Dolan. Who? Gigi Dol- She's one of the sweetest people that I've ever met in wrestling. She, um she she's just awesome. I, I absolutely love her and I can't wait to see what she does um in the future, like in XT WWE. I'm really, really excited for her. Um she is so good and um I hope they get to let her her do her thing um down in the future because she's she's really good. Um moving on. It seems like every week, this man just says something stupid, and as far as he is a legend when it comes to in the ring, outside of the ring, he's not, he is what he is, and it's not, he's dropped, but I'm talking about Ric Flair. Ric Flair, every week, says something that's just ridiculous, and um, This week on his show, he basically said that he finds it disrespectful that Becky Lynch calls Ronda Rousey Ronnie. He didn't have a problem with that when he was cool with Becky, and when Becky was feuding with her and Charlotte for that Wrestlemania Triple Threat match, he didn't have a problem. He has a problem with her right now uh, for whatever reason. Um, There's probably a lot of things behind it, but he, uh, who knows, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just kind of weird. Like maybe he says this stuff to just get people to tune into a show. I don't know. Uh, but it's, it's tiring. And I mean, honestly, the only reason I'm talking about this is, um, yeah, like basically. Yeah. And, and he did, he, Ace makes a good point. He did take a shot at it and i don't know if that was his goal or if that was his intention but he did take a shot at cm punk and mox this week um talking about him wrestling against ftr you know it's he says something every week that's just i guess asinine he would say um he he just he just doesn't i don't know what he's doing like i don't think he's doing himself i know anything. Okay, I know ahead.
2: really, I really well what he's doing. Okay, you tell wow. me. I want to hear it. He's trying to stay relative.
1: Jackie he's... just literally said the same thing. You two...
2: Yeah, I know, because she's... Yeah, yeah.
1: And and I guess that's it. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, he is trying to stay... Yeah, I can't talk. He is trying to stay relative, uh, relevant. Jesus. And, and then if that's the case, which it is, I guess it's rather sad because he, he's dropped and I know the, the whole plane incident kind of reared it, reared its head this past fall, summer or fall because of what he did. And, um, like on that plane and it just kind of, you had the, he got canceled for the most part and what he did rightfully so I mean it allegedly did I guess um you would say but it just gets tiring of hearing this like it's just it's gonna be a point and I I hate I didn't want to bring it up like because I don't want to give it attention but I thought this was just so ridiculous and like the the whole Ronnie round Ronnie Ronda thing I just I think that's just that's just reaching for shit in my opinion, he's just reaching. Of um, course,
2: he's reaching, Rob. Like, do you remember when last year he wished Tony Khan a happy birthday? Do you yeah. remember the way he wished him a happy birthday? Like yeah, yeah. all about himself. Yeah. Like this is this is the this is the things you uh, you would probably expect from people who uh, have zero intent to uh, to you know give give the young ones uh their spotlight no he wants to make it all all like about about them like this is he's not putting over anyone like he's just butting into his to his business it's it's just really funny because this is just exactly what uh charlotte said in one of her her promos like years ago you're not trying to support me dad you you're just you in the spotlight. This is exactly what he's doing. Yeah. He clinches on stuff. He sees it's relevant at the moment and people are talking about it and it is a buzz and he decides to speak up about it. Yeah. It's textbook.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. And uh, yeah, I see somebody talking about it in chat so I'll go ahead and bring it up. Uh, congratulations to AQA who signed with AEW today good for her awesome um, she's going to do great things in aew so congratulations to her um, yeah I mean that's really all you can say so I mean that's a good signing uh before we go to the Cooper effect I'm just going to do one more we're doing two Cooper effect stories today by the way folks um just Madison Square Garden one of my dreams is to always is has been to attend a house show at Madison Square Garden um not necessarily a pay-per-view or a televised event a house show because there's so much history for Madison Square Garden WWE when it comes to house shows i mean that's that's like the the mecca i mean that's why they call it the mecca and um you know it's a big deal when WWE books Brock Lesnar for a house show um he will he has been booked for uh, Madison Square Garden's Road to WrestleMania house show on March 5th um he'll be taking on uh, Bobby Lashley in what I assume will be a title match, but I don't expect obviously to have a show, so you're not going to see uh, a title exchange hands, especially with everything going on right now. So that's not, I'm not worried about that. You have Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. Um, you have a triple threat match between Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Rhea Ripley. I'm my money for that,
2: sure. um,
1: and then you have Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks teaming up to take on charlotte flair and natalia um why well the thing is is um well the biggest thing is ronda rousey everybody loves natalia and like i do
2: i love natalia we share the same birthday
1: oh cool that's cool ronda (laughs) ronda rousey absolutely just loves natalia that's her natalia was there to help her like transition to wwe so that's that's why that match is happening, and they're bringing her in. and um, it, it's 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 good. and plus she's probably not gonna wrestle too much, so getting her some house show like matches is good. I don't see her doing too many house shows um, just like before. Um, there's really no no need for um, to do them. But yeah, it's, it's one of my like I said one of my dreams to attend a house show in Madison Square Garden. Um, just again, because of the history, like, um, there's just so much that has gone on in that building. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I'd want to do it. It's, it's a, um, hell of a place and it'll, it, it just sounds like a good house show too, but
2: I wouldn't know. I've never seen it.
1: They need to go to Bulgaria. <laughs> no. they, they need to go. They need to do a show right outside your bar. Um, oh,
2: no, oh, no! please don't do this to me. And, Why? Why? No, I'm just well,
1: hell. No, I'm just messing around with you. Um, <laughs> no, I live in Minnesota, so I, I'm not going to the show. I'm. And it just has to work in my favor. But, yeah, unfortunately, uh, I would like to plan a trip around that, but it's not going to happen that time soon, anytime soon. Um, Yeah, live from Maggie's Bar, I think JJ said it best. Um, But, yeah, so.
2: (laughs) You laugh now. Yeah. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, well, imagine a live show from my bar and, like, AJ Styles comes around.
1: Well, yeah.
2: No, we're not doing that again.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, Well, let's go ahead and transition into our first Cooper Effect, as I have it titled here, Pancake. So you know where to go from there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So for people who aren't familiar with this, I am the biggest Twin Peaks fan, and uh, I decided to call this uh, segment The Cooper Effect because as Dale Cooper once said, uh, every day, once a day, Give yourself a present, don't plan it, don't wait for it. Just let it happen. And uh, on this segment, we decided to honor uh, wholesome people doing uh, amazing things for their community and uh, all around being uh, amazing people. So that being said, Rob, you know that making friends when you're over over 30 sucks, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, like I myself used to be a people person, and then I became a bartender, and now I just hate everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yep.
2: yeah. So you know that when you're over thirty, that making friends is way harder than you were, than when you were a kid. So this dude called named Curtis Kimball, he will, he's the owner of the Creme Brulee Card he actually decided to make pancakes for his entire neighborhood in order to get to know them better and uh, rob everyone loves pancakes as you said and i encourage people to make bulgarian pancakes i can't explain what this is because i do not know how to cook which is shocking if I if I have to survive uh, from my own cooking, I'll probably die. So uh, the Bulgarian pancakes are the best. Like they, they, I I don't think they they don't have anything to do with your with American style pancakes. But this dude made pancakes for his entire neighborhood, and he said that he did not expect what happened. Like the the entire neighborhood came and ate some pancakes, and they just talked, and they just you know. This is so incredibly wholesome. <laughs> Do you imagine like he he even got all these uh, like?
1: You're my dog. Damn <laughs> it. The, the dog got through the door, son of a.
2: Oh, Taco. <laughs>
1: yeah, Taco. My dog's name's Taco. So. <laughs> cameo. Yep. Uh,
2: yeah. So uh, he even got the flyers all around the neighborhood and. Uh... And he, he even said that he was incredibly anxious while he was putting up the flyers because he thought he was stupid, but he did it either way because like he tried. Like this this is basically what what, what we we can do uh, like at that point like we can try we can just try, and it ended up being an incredible success. Rob, like imagine you go outside to uh, you know throw some trash. And you see a flyer which basically says, "Hey, free pancakes!"
1: Yeah, you got me. <laughs> I would be there. Free yeah, pancakes. Yeah, sure. So let's go. Um, that's that should be my middle name. Free pancakes. I'd be there. Um, yeah, that's awesome, though. You know, and and I agree with that. Like, I mean, I didn't work at a bar, but I managed a cell phone store for a little while, and I started it hate people too after a while. Um but yeah I couldn't imagine being a bartender. I mean it sometimes it sounds like a great gig but then sometimes it's just like mm, I'm good. I'm gonna pass.
2: Yeah thanks. No <laughs>
1: <laughs> no thanks. Thanks but no thanks. Whew. But you know we talked about it earlier um moving on from that Cooper effect before we go to the next one. Um going from a good news story to, and I'm going to bring it back up. It's the, uh, Sean Rossap reported, um, about the record low morale in WWE. It seems like it's been obviously really low with just everything that's going on. You have guys like Ali who wants, who wants out of the company. Um, I think one of the biggest reasons, and this is just me spitballing here and, um, with no real answers on why, but I think a lot of it has to do with people seeing their friends get fired, you know, here like every couple of months. And um, you look at the you look at the story storylines and how some people can't get to Vince McMahon like they used to, like be able to talk to him. um He gets so protected now by guys like Bruce Pritchard and. Um, even other like execs like at shows and um it's it's just sad to see like this is a job that almost anybody that's in the wwe for the most part you would say it's a dream job they would say that you know like most wrestlers would say that they're living their dream and we talked about it earlier um the fact that morale's so low it's It's sad because they got a lot of good people there. I mean, you could if you can't find something for Finn Balor, that's not a Finn Balor issue. That's a you issue. That that tells me right there you don't know what the hell you're doing. If you can't find anything for Finn Balor, you can't find anything for um. Damn, who else hasn't been used? I mean, obviously Ali hasn't been used, but
2: Alexander.
1: Um, I mean. Cedric Alexander is one of the best wrestlers, and a lot of people do not have any idea about that. It's, he's he's so damn good in the ring, um, and a lot of people don't know he's he's that good. And I just don't get it. Like, and we talked about it, well, Cesaro. He wasn't even in the Royal Rumble, was he? Was he in the? No, I can't even remember. Was
2: no, this is why. That's so if
1: you can't find a guy, if you can't find Cesaro, a spot for Cesaro in a thirty-man battle or Royal Rumble. I mean, shit, you give us Shane McMahon over Cesaro? No, thanks. You give us Shane McMahon over Finn Balor? No, thanks. You give me Shane McMahon over... Granted, it didn't sound like Ali wanted to be there in the first place, but you give me Shane McMahon over Ali? No, thanks. Hell, give me Man- Mansoor over Shane McMahon. Uh, it, and we obviously seen what happened with the Shane McMahon news. He made himself look really bad this... Made himself look really bad a couple of weeks ago, and... uh it's just one of those things that morale, I don't see morale getting any better until this company sells. And I, I know a lot of people don't think that they're selling. Um, in my opinion, they are, just based off what I've seen and the way they're moving things around numbers-wise, letting people go. Um, I definitely think they're on their way to selling. Who's going to buy the company? I don't know. Um, If it, if I had the money, I would do it. <laughs> but if I had the money, I'd do a lot of things. So we can dream in one hand and S on the other. And we'll see which one fills up first. But uh, the, it's one of those things where when Venturing Man is no longer in charge, and depending on who gets to be in charge... Like when they sell it, like when they sell that company, who's I mean, there's no telling. There's would we all like to talk about how we'd want Triple H to take over? You know, like that's what I constantly hear, and that's what I believe. I think Triple H would be a lot better running that company with with Stephanie, and um, it's just what, in your opinion, are ways that they can make morale better. Just based off what you just on your opinion, what do you think they could do to make things better?
2: Just care for their workers. Yeah, guys, like I, I said it. I said it last week when you talked about uh, how you could fix things in Stanford. Uh, when you know when you appreciate your workers, you're going, they're going to appreciate you right back. And uh, when, when you have this amazing roster, and you have these amazing wrestlers, and uh, creative, and them themselves, pitching ideas, and them not even giving you the benefit of the doubt to even try it. Like, they these are things that make you feel insignificant in, in the big picture and when they say they said they said it themselves that they feel like only two or three people matter in the whole company and everything evolves around them like how can you let me put it this way let me start from afar you remember uh the, the royal rumble when uh Drew McIntyre won Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. So they made him eliminate Brock Lesnar. They immediately built a star by eliminating Brock Lesnar. They already had the the idea in their heads that Drew McIntyre will be a big thing in that year. So instead of them building a new star like one to put over this year, they just let Brock Lesnar win the rumble either way. Having in mind, he already could have had just a match with Roman Reigns because he already had a, they had a, they had a story, they, like they presented us with a story uh, by, with Paul Heyman and him and Roman Reigns screwing, screwing him over in that match against Bobby Lashley. Uh, it it could have not happened. And uh, when you, when, like, I feel like when they have no idea what they're going to do, they just go to Brock Lesnar. Like they, uh, they always, they always go for the sure thing because of course, Brock Lesnar is going to sell seats. I mean, he's Brock Lesnar. I love Brock Lesnar. But at some point when you, when those people end up, not wanting to do this anymore and those people i mean like brock Lesnar and uh goldberg and uh old stars like that who you know will always get the huge pop that you want and will always sell tickets uh when those people are gone what are you going to do then like you haven't built stars you haven't you haven't made your fan base Care for someone because you haven't, you haven't presented him with a reason to care for them. Like, and uh, if you ever get to cheer for someone, uh, you're just probably gonna see him get released. <laughs> like, I'm sorry for bringing that up, but it's like uh, when you when you get so invested, I will never. I will never forget the moment Alistair black got released and i couldn't believe it like he was he was having match of the nights match of the months with uh with people uh on raw or smackdown like i don't even remember which show he was on buddy murphy like him and buddy murphy had excellent matches and they made those shows watchable and they just you know released them and uh, at some point, you're just going to go ahead and I'm, I'm never going to tag with Seth Rollins because I'm going to get released after that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. he probably has that in him. And uh, it's, when you, like, there were so many stories of people telling that, uh, talking about them waiting in, fr- in front of, uh vince mcmahon's office for days yeah imagine like i i can't do that like if if my boss doesn't want to talk to me for like two hours i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna go like these are some people who can't wait to to tell their stories who can't wait to tell you all about that thing they have like and they're so excited about that that they wait for weeks in front of his office like this is i don't know this is insulting like how can you yeah Uh, and you end up thinking well they don't care about me here like why how can morale be high when people don't care care about you and i said it last week people and i said this week again people will always love you and work for you and give you all they have when they know they're appreciated Yep. and p- people know when they're not appreciated.
1: Yeah. So yeah, exactly. You said it best right there. So let's go from low morale to something with good morale. Um, FIFO just posted this um, on their Twitter page and uh, it's really, or not on Twitter, but on FIFO.com. Uh, the Forbidden Door has led to a red carpet event um, at a glad event last night. Two wrestling superstars came together, one WWE, one AEW. That was Anthony Bowens of AEW and Sonya Deville of WWE. And Sonya
2: Deville, yeah.
1: So they met last night at a red carpet event with the NFL. Um, I think it's pretty cool that they got to do this, um, got to meet each other. its uh, They're both um, part of the um lgbtq uh community and um it's it's really cool that they got to meet each other and um at a good event so f- with the nfl because the super bowl is coming up here soon and maggie i know you're a huge nfl football fan so who do you got oh one sure
2: yes i yeah. know everything about american football
1: <laughs> so who 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 do who do you have winning do you even know who's playing
2: uh yeah the the come on <laughs> how do you not know do you know that the bangles are playing
1: yeah i've heard the you Bengals. know they won <laughs> yep i've I've heard that they're in um
2: yeah the bangles and the rams
1: right yes they're yeah. bingles and the rams and uh yeah who do you got winning yeah you know, i know you probably don't care but i'm going for the bingles um,
2: oh, I'm going for the Bengals as well. This is yeah. a purely uh, uh, one of my colleagues is, is a, is a football, uh, is American, American football oh, fan. Cool. Yeah. And uh, because the game is always on the, on the Sunday and uh, he always, almost all the time he has the night shift and he just plays the show right after the, uh, awesome. his shift ends. And, uh, because I actually knew the Beng- the Bengals were playing on the on, on the playoffs, uh, and I started talking to him about it, and he was like, "Oh my god, you watch American football? Oh wow!" Yeah. And he just started to talk, and I'm like, "No, no, no, wait, <laughs> yeah. no, stop, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah."
1: Well, I think we're probably lot of- gonna
2: watch it as well because yeah. we have we actually have a channel here here in Bulgaria that. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, we actually do. So I'm yeah. I'm probably gonna watch it and like support yeah. Sean. And this there is you like, go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sean said he's gonna give everybody at Feisal a thousand dollar raise if the Bengals win. He didn't, but I'm just gonna start putting that out there. That <laughs> <way>. <laughs> you
2: bastard, Rob.
1: <laughs> he didn't say that, but let's put it out there. Um, <laughs> he's gonna. Yeah, next week somebody else will be hosting the show. Um, but yeah. It was, I transitioned to that really well, I think, because I thought yeah, that was a cool story. To I'm like, let's put Maggie on the spot, see who she thinks is going to win. So, But we go to our next, our very next coexisting. And this is one that you wanted to do um, because it's somebody that we both admire. And um, go ahead, hit it up.
2: We uh, we actually said it uh, uh, a couple of minutes ago that we were going to have two Cooper effects this week, and uh, I just I just really wanted to give this person the Cooper effect because uh, I know I know like maybe she's not watching now, but she will be later. Uh, and I'm talking about Molly Bell, and uh, I have never ever in my life have been more in love with someone i haven't even met molly bell is the most wonderful person ever and uh you you always fall in love with what she does every time every time i read something from her and i'm like this is the best she she's ever done and i say this about the next thing and the next thing and the next thing having in mind uh especially the past 24 hours, have been awful for wrestling Twitter. Uh, We're not going to talk about it at all here. But she always uh, reminds you that there is beauty and love all around, and it's just the most adorable thing ever. I've been in love with Molly ever since I uh, started interacting with her. She's. She's the most wonderful human being, and I will forever support her and I will forever love her for everything she does. And uh, I'm starting to tear up because Maggie cries all the time, <laughs> and it's uh, it's a real thing. And uh, I just want to say just how much I, I i love I love supporting her, and I don't even consider it a support because. It's it's a natural thing. I don't uh, I I I don't want to call it support. It's just something you you want to do naturally because it's Molly, and uh, I just follow Molly, guys. Like she's if you if you're able to if you ever cry from reading something, it will be from reading something Molly wrote. She she is able to she's able to capture everything so beautifully and so gracefully that uh, she makes she makes it look easy uh, and uh, yes yeah uh, Jeremy is uh, is actually the one who bragged about Molly on Twitter all around and uh, as I said Molly makes it look incredibly easy because she she's just that gifted and it's, it's, it's something she will always have and uh, she will always have me. I'm sorry, Molly, you will never get rid of me. And, uh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah. I'm sure. Sure. I'm crying because I'm talking about Molly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. She's, she's awesome. Um, it's, I always like sharing the story about Molly. Um, and I don't know if she knows this or not, but, um, when she was writing for a different site, um, she, um, she was leaving that site. And I, once I saw that she was leaving the site, I messaged Sean immediately. I mean, this was just in a matter of minutes. Like she, I saw it on Twitter and I messaged Sean immediately. And I'm like, you need to try to get her. And, uh, what happened in that DM is Sean, Sean doesn't always respond quick to DMs um, and rightfully so he's, he gets probably hundreds a day, but he responded right away. And he said, already reached out. And <laughs> we were like on the same, um, I guess we were on the same, like, uh, same page, I guess you'd say. And uh, that, That mental, I thought that was really cool because I was like, this is somebody that you want to write for you. Um, She's she's an outstanding writer. She's my favorite writer, like feature writer. Um, And you're right. Like she puts, she's beautiful with her words. um, And she's one of the sweetest people that you can talk to on Twitter. Um, And we absolutely love her. So when you said that you wanted to do a Cooper Effect story on her. I said, so freaking Um, because, A, she deserves it. Um, and the thing is, we're lucky to know somebody like her. Um, she makes everybody, or she, makes, she makes us look good. The like fight will look really good. And uh, that's something that we don't, We don't take for granted. Um, but the there's there's too many words to describe her, and they're all good ones. That's really the best way to say it. Um, but yeah, move moving on. You know, it's it's yeah,
2: because I'm like, ah,
1: yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna talk a little bit so she can. kind of come back a little bit. The
2: Yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> so one of the other news uh bits that came out today was that you bl- believe it or not it's coming back. WrestleMania Backlash was announced today. It was kind of already like known it was going to happen, but they did officially announce it today. It's going to be taking place on Sunday May 8th at the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Um the poster or the the advertisement shows Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns, your normal, your normal crew. Um, The thing about WrestleMania backlash is it just, it's obvious we're going to get more WrestleMania rematches, I think. So, um, yay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, they they announced that today. Um, So that's another Sunday pay-per-view coming up that might actually be the next Sunday pay-per-view that or premium live event that we see from WWE because their next, the next one is obviously Saudi Arabia. And I don't think that's on a uh, Sunday. And then the next pay-per-view is not until WrestleMania. And I guess WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday. So I guess there you go. We'll see it then. Uh, But yeah, they announced that some other little tidbits. We saw Dolph Ziggler on NXT this past Tuesday. Um, Somebody, somebody on Twitter made a good comment about that. It's, uh, about, wow, this is Dolph Ziggler's, we all know the hell of a wrestler. We don't really like the storylines he gets, but he's somebody that WWE trusts. Like he's one of their guys that they could ask him to do anything in the ring and they'd be comfortable with him doing it. Um, so Dolph Ziggler going down to NXT, making some younger talent look good. I'm all for it. That's good for him. um, And get some just gets him on TV more, so he's good. Um, other news this past week Brian Danielson's going to be inducted into the 2022 Ring of Honor Hall of Fame, he'll be going in with the Briscoe brothers. Um, so that's awesome. I mean, that's that's a name that obviously deserves to be there. Uh, because when you think Ring of Honor, especially the early days of Ring of Honor, Brian Danielson, Nigel McGuinness, CM Punk guys like that are some of the first people of yeah samoa joe
2: um he can actually get inducted because he's not in wwe anymore
1: yeah so suckers and and going like talking about that wwe um will probably start announcing their hall of famers pretty soon um i assume they
2: haven't already
1: they usually do it like right around now but they might be pushing it back a little bit um who knows um I know Batista was originally scheduled was it last year but he decided to hold off um so I think we'll see I think I think he held back last year I could be wrong um but
2: I honestly I th- don't remember Yeah it. I can't
1: remember but I think Batista I think we'll see Batista get in there this year if he's not already which just sucks because you would think I'd remember that I don't think he was but um I think I think Batista will be in there. So the reason I bring up the Hall of Fame is, who's somebody that you would like to see in the WWE Hall of Fame that's not in there right now?
2: I'm almost sure they're doing the Mickie James thing in the Hall of Fame. I'm 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 actually I actually thought that this is why they got her into the Royal Rumble. Well, besides to make amends for that whole garbage bag incident. I'm sure I'm. I'm pretty sure they're getting they're getting her into into the Hall of Fame. I I don't have any any other suggestions. I'm probably like the moment we we get offline, I'll spew some some suggestions. But now, like off the top of my head, I I don't have any. But I'm sure that Mickey James is one of them. Yeah, Goddamn deserves to be.
1: Yeah, and I think Undertaker's want to be one of those guys too if they if he decides to do it this year. Um, so I think I think Mickey James is an excellent pick. Um, somebody outside the box um, that I think this was just I'm not saying this is true. I'm not saying that it's a report. I think it's real. Po- and this is just me spitballing here. I think it's real possible. Not this year, I don't think, but I think within a year from now, I think you might actually see somebody in another company be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. I really do. Um, and I, the person I think that would be first is Paul White. I, think, I, I honestly think Paul White would be the first guy.
2: Crap, I not, completely not, forgot about him.
1: I'm not saying that it's going to happen <laughs> this year. I could see it happening though. Uh, within the next couple of years, Vince McMahon absolutely loves that man. Um, and I think it would be a, a good choice if there's somebody in another company who deserves it. It's him. Um, outside of the company in WWE, um, that's retired. Now there's, there's a lot of, there's so many people out there. Um, yeah, Chris Jericho's a name. I I think Big Show would get it before him because Jericho's still wrestling quite a bit. Um, I could see somebody like uh, well JBL's already in there. It's really hard. I, I'm I thought I had somebody in mind, but now that I think about it, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really have anybody that's like coming to mind. I I could see. Maybe somebody like Ken Shamrock in a way because he did bring a lot of eyes to the product. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I I'm terrified
2: know. of Ken Shamrock. By the way, he yeah. looks like he's going to murder me.
1: Yeah, I don't want to. I wouldn't want to piss him off. That's definitely somebody yeah. on my list not to See, piss. Actually,
2: off. I don't. I remember who said it, but he they said that he's actually a completely uh, nice
0: guy. It's,
2: yeah, it's nice guy, sweetheart. And I'm like, I don't believe you. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's. I've heard nothing but good things about him. Um, I'm
2: sure, but he terrifies me.
1: Yeah, there's. I mean, that's. There's so many good people out there, and um, that deserve it. I, I look at somebody like. Uh, I mean, I I I think he's trying to make a comeback. I don't know for sure, but I can see somebody like Paige getting in there. Um, I. I believe with everything that AJ or AJ Lee def, def, deserves a spot. <laughs> I, I just don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but I, I truly believe she deserves a spot. Um, that's the thing. She there's, so
2: deserves many, it. there's
1: so many good people that deserve spots and she is one, somebody that I'd want in there. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, that just was something I brought up because I was just curious to see what, what you thought who should be in there and, um, I, I like your Mickey James pick. Um I, I think that's a, a good choice. Um yeah. Yeah, and we said that earlier, AQA did sign with AEW, so good for her. Um, but moving on, Maggie, you ready? It's joke time. Yeah, good. We are, we are ready. We're we're coming in with the jokes. So here we go, joke time. Maggie, what is the scariest tree?
2: You don't want me to answer that.
1: I am
0: boo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what i go for uh so what's next what do i have next for you oh yeah here's one i can't find my gone in 60 seconds dvd it was here a minute ago
2: oh the, always
1: uh, so stupid uh, i loved it
2: <laughs> always end these jokes with the joke you saw that you were going to do first like that tree joke <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I got I got some other ones that are just ridiculous. Um, How was Rome split in two with a pair of Caesars? (laughs) Oh shit! Um, (laughs) Crap! I had a great joke about COVID, but I don't want to spread it around. Ah! Uh, how do you follow Will Smith in the snow? Follow the Fresh Prince. Bum, 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 bum.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> I'm so happy we're doing this together. Rob. Yeah.
1: Guy says, "Guy says, bro, can you pass me that pamphlet?" Guy says, "Brochure." <laughs> <laughs> why did <does, laughs> I got to? I got some more, so you just got to work with. Why does Sherlock Holmes love Mexican restaurants? He does. Wait, what? They give him ke- good case ideas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh.
2: My, my sister already loves you, Rob. Like, stop <laughs>
1: it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <sighs> that's okay. Last one for oh, no, okay, <laughs> Vin Diesel eats two meals a day, breakfast, and break furious. It's so stupid, I just had to read it. Uh, it's so stupid, I just loved it though. <laughs> uh, but. <sighs> You know we got about five minutes, so this is what we're going to do. We got about five minutes left. If you have a question in chat that you want to ask, live it up. Ask us a question. We we want to hear from you. So, any questions? Let us know. Yeah.
2: Well, I actually try to remember how to not smile.
1: Not smile. Uh,
2: my cheeks, Rob. <laughs>
1: We got tremendous doing pops those jokes. Yes. tremendous pops Thank from jokes. What do you call a dead blonde? Last year's winner of hide and seek. Oof.
2: Oh, oh! You have a blonde on the show, dude. Yeah,
1: that was good. I like that one. <laughs> oh, anybody has any questions? So, I have a question. Like, how about this? Tell us some of your dream matches if you don't want to ask a question. no,
2: dream matches, they they don't even need to be, you know, from the same company. Like, we always know the basics, like uh, AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega, Uh, a a personal of mine, uh, Cody Rhodes against uh, Tommaso Ciampa, and, uh, ooh... It was uh, Shayna Baszler against Gianna Parrazzo, Right, John, uh, JJ yeah. mentioned mentioned that previously. And uh, hmm, what are yours? Some of yours?
1: Oh man, I have so many. Well, Bacon Jr. says Hook versus Rockstar Spud. That'd be <laughs> that'd be a good one. Uh, Josh Alexander versus Oh Daniel.
2: yes Ma- Josh Brian Alexander versus everyone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would that would be a fantastic match. I would love. Yeah. Um I mean, look, we, you know how much I love AJ Styles, just like you. I would love AJ Styles versus somebody like Daniel Garcia. Um
2: crap, yes.
1: I would love to see something like that. This one is a great one. This one is up there for me. Bret Hart versus Brian Danielson would be another one. Corey
2: um, always comes in and like says the most logical thing ever. Like, yeah, that would the be the other one. Corey's Corey the other one besides Molly, which which is the all time best.
1: Yeah, that would be that would be one. Um, Rock and Roll Express versus Hardy Boys versus FTR. Oh, I like this one too. Finn Balorus, Daniel Garcia.
2: Yeah, Finn Balor against everyone also. yeah,
1: Valkyrie oh, God,
2: versus Becky Lynch. Oh, yes,
1: yes. Yeah, I would take that. Yes. Um, there's so many, That's what I love about talking about fantasy booking. There's just so many matches that you would absolutely just love to see. Um, I mean, like I could go Bret Hart versus Kurt Angle is one of mine. Um, just both of them in their prime would just be something, um, I mean, somebody like Stone Cold versus CM Punk would be something I'd love. I absolutely love this idea, and I know you will because of how much you love this guy.
2: Oh, my God. Like, Ilya Dragunov versus everyone also. Yeah. Like, I, I mentioned this uh, on, on the show when we were on Select. Uh, Ilya Dragunov makes, makes you cry when you watch his matches like he you know it hurts but he shows you it hurts all right like he i mentioned this one time uh in a tweet i will never want to to be a referee in a match with ilia Dragunov because he actually like he it's it's so emotional like Ilya Dragunov. oh my god like the, And I actually hate the fact that he hasn't been on NXT UK for quite some time now. Uh, Speaking of NXT UK, one of my all-time dream matches will be uh, British Strong Style against the Elite. I know they had this match at a WCPW show, but uh, I don't think that counts. Like, Tyler Bate will forever be one of my all-time favorites. The dude needs to hold... All the gold one day, and I'm sure he's not gonna because he's Tyler Bates. And yes, Corey is right once again. Yes, Serena Deep is one, uh, uh, like the other wrestler which uh, WWE dropped the ball on.
1: Yeah, well, we got about two minutes left, but let's see here. Um, what's a match that you think we'll see at? revolution other than hangman versus adam cole i think we'll i think we're probably going to see brian danielson versus john moxley i think we're going to get that we're
2: probably going to see cm punk against mjf number two okay yeah i have no idea who Britt baker is going to face
1: i think Britt baker's taking up thunder rosa is what i think because they just kind of started building that again
2: why not a double or nothing? Like, I'm, sh- I'm kind of, you, you know, uh, it's, Oh, Andrade Darby. Yes. Yes. Okay. Andrade Darby. And I, uh, i am actually a bit pissed. They haven't done anything with Britt Baker for a while. Like, uh, they're slowly building up the, the women's division and AEW, which is okay, but like not having anything for Britt Baker is like, come on. You no, know?
1: Yeah, yep. So, no, I agree with that. And yeah, he's a punk versus Andrade versus Darby. I could see Andrade versus Darby in a ladder match. I would think a title would need to be on, I mean, maybe, yeah, TNT contender match or something like that. I could see, yeah, but yeah. um, oh god, yeah, but I, uh, I like oh,
2: who to... can a buy match? Why not? Like, what better way?
1: (laughs) Yeah, agree with that. Well, we're going to wrap this show up. Maggie, tell everybody where they can find you.
2: You can find me on Twitter at Maggie underscore IK and on Instagram at Maggie dot IK. (laughs) I just forgot my own handle.
1: You can follow me at Rob Wilkins on Twitter. I'm on there. Every damn day, it seems like. But as I finish this show with my final words, I have to say, if you are an individual who decides to dox somebody and you decide to try to out this person and you show pictures of her kids on social media... There's a special place for you in hell. You are what we call in the business a piece of shit. You went after a person that is a friend of mine, a friend of Fightful's, somebody who's worked with Fightful. She's, she's an awesome person. And you went after her for no reason other than her being a friend of ours, and mainly Sean, Sean Ross Sapp's friend. You went after her for that. That's the only reason you did it. Like I already said, what I think of you. You don't deserve any... Let me rephrase this so I don't sound... You deserve nothing other than what I just got to be careful what I say here. Yeah. I hope you get karma. Karma is probably the best way to say it the easiest yes. to say it. There's a... In the in the Oscar-winning film Major League Two, which was not an Oscar-winning film, <laughs> there is a scene where the catcher says to Jack Parkman, Parkman, it's like you're standing on the train tracks and the train's coming through, butthead. And I'm just saying... That this ass clown who did this, you're standing on the train tracks. What you did is not acceptable. And uh, I just want you to know that whatever happens to you, happens to you. You will get karma. I just have a—I have a feeling it's going to bite you right in the ass, and I'll give a standing ovation when it happens. So, with that, I want to leave us on a good note and say that we will see you again here next week. Not live, I don't think, because Maggie will probably have to work, unfortunately. But we will be back, and. We absolutely love that you came in and watched us live today. It means a lot to us. Um, and the easiest way to say this is... Twitter is supposed to be a cool place. as hasn't been. There's There's a lot of bad crap that happens on there. The easiest way to say this is something that you've learned, that I've learned ever since I was a kid... Treat people the way you'd want to be treated. That is the easiest way to say it. Because if you do that, you will be fine. It will be all good. Treat people the way you want to be treated. With that in mind, we say thank you. And we hope to see you again here next week. Right here on Fightful Overbooked. Again, check Maggie out at Maggie underscore IK on Twitter follow me at Rob Wilkins and more importantly, take care of yourself and we appreciate you and we will see you soon. Thank you very much. With that, we are out. Bye-bye.